Our last guest for the evening is Zepo Matlo. He is the founder of a South African company called Sobona, and they focus on coaching. He graduated with a master's in leadership and management. Uh, he's got all kinds of interesting qualifications from, uh, you know, fabulous posh universities and, and places of higher learning from this country and abroad. Uh, but with a heavy focus, I guess, on... on um, human resource on the human resource and harnessing that um and that has uh you know led him to a career of being a speaker a strategist and of course somebody who's in the personal development and coaching space the book is called freedom set yourself free good evening to you Zebo. We're going to try and get Zippo back on the line in just a moment. We're wrapping up uh, the final conversations and then we're going to get into your requests in the third hour of the show. So I hope you have sent your request through to our WhatsApp line, which is 061-410-4107. That's 061-410-4107 on our WhatsApp uh, messenger. And remember to please send through your voice notes uh, as part of that request. Let us know the uh, song you are requesting tonight night and the motivation behind that particular song or if you'd like you can send us an sms as well on 41391 that's 41391 uh you can send us an sms then remember that sms's are charged at one rand 50 the art of everything with myself bridget masinga our guest Zepo matlo is on the line author of freedom set yourself free how are you doing uh, good evening, uh, Brigitte, and good evening to all your listeners. I'm doing well. How are you? I'm fantastic. Let's get straight into the meat of the book. Received a copy, uh, and of course, I did peruse it uh, all the way through. Had a fabulous, uh, decent read over the last couple of days. I I gather that your work in you know personal development and coaching, both for personal and professional reasons, has led yes. you somewhat into uh, writing this particular book yes yes indeed so one of the things i needed to overcome is the pain that i have felt and the freedom that i've needed and using the personal development and the professional development i needed to ask myself what is it that i want to be able to leave behind what sort of legacy do i want to actually leave Mm. And at some point, I needed to say, I need to stop and pause and, and say, I do not want to reflect on the pain. Or I do not want to live in the pain. I want to use my life to impact other people that could have gone into uh, similar spaces in the darkness. So <clears throat> what, has, what happened is I came up with steps. Mm. And these steps were steps that I practiced to say, how do I actually free myself from what I've gone through, from childhood wounds, um, to bullying at workplaces, to relationships, mm. and now where I am, how do I start to uh, become free for myself, not for anyone else, but for myself? Mm. So yeah. a lot of the book, and I'm glad you bring up uh, you know, the word free, uh, and as much as uh, you, you sort of keep going back to it, even in, in our brief uh, conversation, it is also something that you reference quite a lot in the book. Um, from the get-go, uh, you tackle the concept of freedom and what that might mean to, to various people and how that is applied in various spaces. Um, why is freedom, and you're not talking here about being incarcerated, 
physically yeah. incarcerated. Uh, yeah. You know, I gather here that you're tapping into the psychological um, and emotional things that bind us. Why is it so important for us to, I guess, be on the pursuit of freedom and to firstly define what that what that means in its essence? Yes, I think every time I listen to people talk about being free, I realize that they project outside more than projecting inside. Mm-hmm. So it is easier to blame other people for what has gone wrong into our lives than blaming ourselves for what we have allowed to come into our face and and make it look like someone is wrong has, has made something wrong towards us. Mm. It is easier to be negative than being positive. It is easier to point a finger out and say, my mother or my father did not provide this and that, and that is why I'm not able to be free, or that is why I'm not able um, to achieve um, my dreams or my goals because of somebody else. Mm-hmm. When things don't work at workplace, we have people that we blame. They're treating me like this, but we never look at how did I get into that space. When relationships don't work, we never look at how did we contribute to it. We always look at the end, which is where things have broken. Mm. And that is why I use the, the theory of being free, tracing back what could have what could have happened, and what is it that actually uh, took my freedom from me. And mm. if I need freedom, have I ever felt free? Because uh, being free is the ability to be able to bring self back to self without um, uh, without thinking that you owe somebody. So no one owes your freedom. No one actually um, can be blamed for you not to be uh, to feel free. And maybe the last thing to add is we are not we are born of men and women, not for them to give us freedom. We are born of men and women so that we can pursue a purpose that impacts others, that we so that we can build a better space for everyone. But we don't achieve that because we keep on looking outside. So freedom is about looking inside. What mm. is it that I've done for me? What is it that I can do for me? What are the things that if I wanted to be free, I could do to be free? Okay, I got you. One of the things that you, you, you sort of write about very early on in the book, I think it's like page seven or eight, um, you, you talk about the, um, and I wrote it down here because I wanted to just, uh, you know, read the, the excerpt verbatim. You say, let's not make excuses for ourselves or blame other people. Their role was to conceive, give birth, raise us and give us to the world. Our independence lays in our hands. Our success lies in our hands. And finally, our greatness and how far we can go in life lies in our hands. Now, I wonder, um, and I get the second part of, of, you know, of it in terms of the successes and the greatness, you know, being firmly within one's grasp. Now, I wonder and I challenge you with the school of thought of psychology that says that one cannot necessarily separate themselves from their their formative formative experience especially. How one was raised, the the nurturing or not nurturing that went into into raising you. Um, You know, and psychology kind of says that we form emotional attachments based on on, on exactly that, you know, the relationship that we had around us, the nurturing, the parents, the guidance, the lack thereof, the positive, the negative. So 
in in us taking stock and pursuing this freedom, is it plausible for us to to really take everything and account for everything? Aren't there little parts that we can just lay on someone else's door and say, I acknowledge that you lacked here and there. I acknowledge it. I forgive it. And I can move on from it. And from this point onwards, it does not define me. But I do acknowledge that it did have an impact. It did almost break me. It did bruise me. It did do some damage that I've now had to counter with the kind of work that one does through coaching and therapy and all these things? Well, uh, 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 yeah, that's why I laughed there because I like your question. Because this book is exactly about what you just said. And I'm going to quickly bring into practical. So <clears throat> what happened is uh, my mother was raped uh, by a white man, and that's how I was conceived. Mm. Now, when I was three years old, <clears throat> my mother was paraded in my village by her boyfriend then, mm. um, who had since realized that I was not his kid. Mm. So she had to be paraded naked and be seen naked and being judged and being called all uh, uh, different types of names. And let me tell you what my mother did. My mother left me um, to be raised in a village by my grandmother, mm. to be raised by relatives, to be raised by other people. In fact, at some point, my sister had to stop going to school because there was no one who could look after me. Mm. <clears throat> but my mother never realized the scars or the pain or the childhood wounds that I, I had experienced. Mm. Being called umlungu or lhoa mm. uh, every day when I walk on the street. Uh, by the way, it still happens until today, just that mm. it's better. But <clears throat> what, the reason I'm bringing this experience is because what then happened to me was that I started to struggle with self. I started struggling with my own self confidence And at some point, I started blaming my mother for what I was going through. Mm. And, um, and, and eventually, I needed to go back, like you just said. I needed to go back to say, okay, mama, what is it that you could have done different? Mm. If you had to go back there, what is it that you could have done? She said, I could have thought, I could have done this, I could have done that. But for me, releasing her from, from what she had done, leaving me to be raised by people, this is what I did, was to forgive her. Mm. And, and say to myself, if I was not born in that space, how would my life have been? Mm. And that's how I stopped blaming my mother. I stopped blaming my father for, for raping my mom. And I remember I was saying to, to myself, if it wasn't for this man raping my mother, I wouldn't be alive. And I forgive him uh, for the act that he has committed. But I realized the pain in my mother's eyes. At 35 years old one time, she said to me, um, you know, every time you come into this house, I see the day mm. when your father uh, committed what he committed. Mm. And at this point, I'm not sure whether to go to my mother's house anymore or not. I love her. I really want a relationship with her, but we have struggled over time. Mm. So can we blame people? Yes, I believe we can. The only thing is blaming others should not prevent us from becoming. Mm. Blaming others should not prevent us to succeed. Blaming others should not hold us back from being free. Mm. I mean, I know people who don't go to gym, they don't have sports, they don't have activities, they don't go to clubs, they don't go to uh, events, nothing. But they're saying, I don't have time. When I said to you, okay, so you don't have time, but you actually want to do all these things as part of you feeling better, you feeling in a, in a better space, and you know, being able to just heal yourself with whatever means you can, whether it's through music, sports, mm. or whatever. 
But people say, I don't have time. But I say, do you want your freedom? Yes, I do. So make time. And at the same time, while you're making time, realize that, yes, other people might have uh, created a path that maybe um, moved you from wherever you're supposed to be to somewhere else, but learn to forgive and release them. Because when we forgive people, it doesn't mean they don't face the consequences. And I write about that. Yes. That I can forgive you, but you have to face the consequences that I'll never relate with you the same way that we would have related. I'm just wanting to say what you said indeed is true. The only thing that we shouldn't um, uh, shy away from is now that because this has happened, it doesn't mean that it's the end. We have to still start a new path of being self so that yeah. we can feel free. I got you. Tsepo, uh, just as a parting shot, for those who have not read the book, um, and, and just as a, a, a final thought, uh, a brief thought, perhaps what is for you the, the greatest takeaway and, and the crux? If you could extract one singular nugget to, to leave someone with from the pages of Freedom, Set Yourself Free, what would that nugget be? There are, towards the end of the book, I'm not holding the book in front mm, of me, mm. but towards the end, I talk about personal planning. And I say, if you do not have a deadline on what you want to achieve out of life, mm. that goal will never come through. And I have seen this with, with some of my clients that I coach. Uh, obviously, at this point, I have multiple teams that coach, and mm. I don't actively um, coach as much as, as I used to. But when people do not have a personal plan of what they would like to achieve or what and when they mm. want to achieve whatever they set themselves uh, to, they don't. They don't achieve anything. Mm. I know people that are very strong, financially backed, supported by families, but then they look like failure in the eyes of others because they do not have a commitment plan to self. Mm. So, so coaching is actually about that. It's about how can we help you to commit yourself so that you can be able to achieve your own goals. So in parting short, I'm saying, please try by all means to have a personal plan mm. that helps you to achieve your ultimate goals. I got you. Uh, that was Tsepo uh, Matlo, author of Freedom, Set Yourself Free. And he does have a very simple table that uh, table format that you can use on page 61. Uh, and you can actually just jot this down even on a notepad and divide the four areas of focus. Goal, specific, why is this goal important to you and when would you like to achieve it? Uh, and uh, once you've jotted that down, double back to us and let us know how that worked out for you and if you managed it or not. The book is available, if I'm not mistaken, it is available online. Uh, if you go to our Twitter handle on uh, at SAFM Radio um, on Twitter, we've just uh, tweeted out the uh, book image as well as where you can get it. Uh, Sobonite.co.za is where you can get yourself a copy of the book. It is a how-to, how to gain your, identify and gain and maintain your freedom um, and how to utilize that to your best advantage in your personal and professional life in order to achieve those goals. It's five minutes past uh, 10 o'clock.